see trees of green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself Virgin Valley Artists Association welcomes you to the Art Box, recorded in our beautiful Mesquite, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association has something for everyone of all ages. Come and get creative with us at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, or find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com, or on Facebook as Mesquite Fine Art Center, also on Facebook, the Art Box. Floyd, thank yep. you again for inviting me to come to your house another time. Well, <laughs> nice to have you back, Linda. What really struck me on this visit was all of your pieces have, you've captured the light and the shadow so well, especially your portraits. You want to tell us a little bit about that and how you go about being able to capture the light and shadow? Well, it's a question on on using the light source and a photo, uh, the photo that I would be working from would uh, usually have uh, a soft light to show the face. So I would always want to uh, over-dramatize it and to accentuate the light that was coming in from one side if, uh, if the photo didn't show it, I'd want my artwork to show it, to uh, emphasize uh, the dramatic difference on the face from the, the half or one-third in, in the bright light, and then the dark one-half or two-thirds. And uh, it can add more character to the to the facial portrait that I that I was intending to show, and sometimes that's difficult to do. I know, um, you know, a lot of my photo references are um, from photographers doing a photograph in the studio where they have light coming from many sources. Right. So it's really difficult sometimes to capture that well. Mm. And I noticed here with some of your pieces. We talked about hard and soft edges last time. Some of your pieces, the shadow part is is a very soft edge. You don't even see that where that part of the face mm -hmm. goes into the background. That, that's uh, that's always entertaining for me to to do a portrait and have absolutely no uh, identifiable. Uh, contrast on the light mm -hmm. side mm -hmm. to blend right into the background, whether it be white or a natural. And the same thing on the dark side, if I can have the, the dark side of the portrait blend right into the background, it, uh, it not only ties the painting together, it makes it more of an art piece. And, uh, and like you said, mostly for portraits, they would have the, the light hitting the the subject matter's face uh, from different angles and different sides to make a soft lighting. But even if you if if you're working from a photograph, you can still 
use your artistic uh, creativity to dramatically increase one side extremely lighter and, and make the other side, even if the photo isn't showing that, what the heck, <laughs> make it darker on that side too. And it'll make the, the portrait more dramatic and uh, come alive more than if you had a soft edge for the whole painting. Some of my favorite pieces of yours are in the hallway here, and they are John Wayne and um, Winston Churchill. They're black and white. Do you want to tell us how you created those pieces? Well, because I, did, I asked you if you used a pencil, right? A charcoal, and you said no. No, no, no just a white colored pen, Prismacolor pencil. So we start out with the black uh, crescent artboard. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a black board to begin with, and then uh, I would do a two-size preliminary sketch on, on layout paper to make sure I did the composition right. And then very lightly, very lightly, with a a white Prismacolor pencil, just sketch in uh, the basic outline all the way through, and then little by little, usually starting with the eyes, to do white on black. It's kind of fun, a little bit feeling like uh, the Frankenstein creation of it's coming alive, it's alive. <laughs> you know, just to bring out life from, from pure blackness. Yes. It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's more dramatic for me as an artist mm -hmm. to do it rather than black on white. Uh, so uh, I, 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 did, I did a number of them that way, and it, it was a, a very effective way to do portraits. It was surprising to me, uh, but beautiful work, absolutely beautiful work. Um, you've also done some real um, dramatic landscapes, especially with the white snow at Lake Tahoe. What was your method in creating those pieces of art? Did you start with the background first of the, the pine trees or, or was it the snow? No, I would always start with the, with the background. Uh, you know, if I'm doing a, an overall, like, for example, of, of a snow, snow-capped or a, a snow scene, uh, there would have to be trees in the distance that would have to be very soft edge. And if they're having snow on it, the snow on the trees in the background would have to be very subtly done. And then as I, as I move forward in the composition, the snow on the trees and on the ground would become more and more distinct and hard edge to the point in the foreground it would be white right out of the tube for for the uh, the closeness of, uh, of for the viewer to be as close as possible mm -hmm. and then to be looking off and to see the distance. What um, advice would you get, give to a beginning 
artist, beginning painter, um, in order to learn more about light and shadow, um, how what would they look for in in studying and learning how to capture the the well, light versus the shadow? Don't be totally captivated by by a photo. No offense, Steve. But use your use your own uh, discretion. Say, gosh, if there were, if the, if there was a little bit more light over here, that could make this more effective, and that would mean I'd have to put a little bit more shadow over on this side. So you can use your own imagination to uh, overly dramatize a a simple portrait. It doesn't mean that you would have to do it, but I think you'd find that uh, it would be more satisfying to yourself if if you if you took a basic and did something more than what a photo would not show. I'm looking right now at one of your pieces, which I just love. I can't hardly take my eyes off of it. But you have a cowboy smoking a cigarette and he has a hat on um, and you've just so well captured the way that shadow comes over his eyes and his face um, and the highlight of the the mouth and the side the ear um, and then the hat we talked about soft and uh, soft edges before the hat just disappears into the sky I just love that who is that and you I see you one best of show on that <laughs> that was that was taken from a, a very little photograph from a National Geographic magazine of an Australian cowboy. Okay. And I was so captivated by his look and, and his grubbiness mm -hmm. <laughs> that I related to. So when I decided I wanted to do it, I started out with the, I think the, the painting is 24 by 36. And so I did a a very rough uh, preliminary painting layout of it. And I like the way the roughness of like you mentioned the hat, mm -hmm. where it, I didn't have the, the total definition of the hat as it showed on the photograph. And I, I kind of liked that, so I left that. And then I never went back to finishing the hat because I kind of liked to have the, yeah. the hat kind of symbolizing the, uh, the, the, maybe the sandiness blowing in the wind off of the hat and mm -hmm. just phasing out. And then that made the fine details on the face all the more dramatic. And I've had uh, people ask me as far as whether that's a self-portrait. Well, I've kind of evolved into becoming that the grizzly old man <laughs> without the cigarette, of course. But <laughs> I just love it, and you feel like he's right out here in the desert on a windy day. It's just it, that that um, painting has so much feeling to it, so much depth to it. Well, it means a lot to me because I did the painting when I lived with my son in Arizona, <sighs> and uh, uh, it was just so. I felt such complete freedom and the love of doing art and uh, living with someone that I, I loved and respected so much. And so uh, 
it's it's been nice to have it, and I did have it exhibited at the gallery, and fortunately it didn't sell because uh, I really want my son to have that. Oh, good, <laughs> so, good. It's, it's just gorgeous. Uh, Flo I, oh, I thank you for your comments, Linda, and uh, wonderful as always to, ha to have you here and to have you stop by and see my work. Thank you, Floyd, and I look forward to coming back again in the future. Anytime. Broadcasting from Mesquite, Nevada, in the scenic Mojave Desert, the Art Box sponsors thank you for listening. To find our next and past podcasts, find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com, where all accompanying images and links are available on the Art Box page. Questions, comments, opinions, and concerns can be sent to artboxvv at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of its hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Virgin Valley Artists Association.